Oh, we babysat a puppy yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the person who we babysat the puppy for gave us a fifty dollar Uber Eats card. So Shannon just got a burrito. Oh, that's nice. One burrito for fifty bucks, and you got you got sh- you got nothing. Well, I I had some uh, food at her parents' place, so I didn't need any food. So I'm gonna have my burrito for lunch tomorrow. Oh, you got two burritos. Well, we got one burrito now, one burrito later. I get. Why get? Buy it tomorrow. Oh, I don't want a burrito. Right oh, now. it's that you don't have to use it in one shot. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's just money. I know it's complicated, but it, it just money. Right, Cam. Um, you recently have uh, thought about your own currency. Do you want to take some time to explain? Uh, like you, you have, you have a new solution. Yeah. Yeah. So picture this. Think about um, fiat money. It's dying. No one carries cash anymore. Fiat, Everyone fiat likes money, of course. The money you would spend on those little cars from Europe, four door, very small. Ones. Very small. Yes. Yep. Okay. Fiat money, fiat currency. Uh, it's dead. No one wants to use it anymore. Picture this. You're going to play an online game, which will now generate you money, which then you can use to trade because it in itself is valuable. Okay. Okay. The way we are transferring it is through a blockchain. Uh-oh. I've heard Follow this me? word before, right? Did, no, but this is different. Okay. This is different. The way it's... So a lot of people like money being backed by gold or oil. This one's backed by an NFT, something that'll never, ever go under. I have f- six different UFC NFTs, which are just bound to be fucking good forever, right? There's no chance those will ever go poorly. Well, you and you have a couple partic- particularly rare ones. You have John Jones driving yeah. the car. It, yeah, when he gets pulled over gets pulled after over. hitting a pregnant woman. Yeah. John Jones chasing a man with his rifle outside You also of his. have the pregnant woman NFT of her getting yes. hit by the car. That one's ultra rare. Yeah. That one will only go up in value. That's one of one, I heard. Yeah. Wow. So uh, when your currency is backed by UFC NFTs, nothing can ever go wrong. UFC NFT. Yeah. Okay, Cam. Sounds like yeah. a load of shit. I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, a lot of people say that, and I think that's what makes it great. And by, I think you're always going to have haters when you have something new and exciting. And by a lot of people, Cam, I think you mean mostly people have responded to this alt newsletter that you've been sending out to people from the Two Season of Pod email account. It, it's trying to get signups, okay? It, I'm doing things. It's called growing a business. And speaking of growing a business, we should probably do our quick uh, podcast read. Whether you're kicking back after a long day or getting up for a night out with friends, moose come light. Is the perfect choice for a beer that brings people together, making memories that last a lifetime. So why sell for ordinary beer when you can grab Moose Come Light? Visit Moose Come Light Brewery and find out more. Wow, I, I, I didn't think that would ever make its way uh, back into the show. Yeah, uh, we we are running out of money <laughs> quickly. We are running out of money. What, what about the bottomless piggy bank? The uh, don't tell I, me. We got it. All right. But we had we 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 had we had we had little boy Macaulay Culkin as security guard, protecting the thing. Uh, they they told us the paycheck would come. I I still have the artery for the bottomless piggy bank. They're trying to do a, a Christmas themed one where it's it's a human life size bottomless piggy bank. I picture this: it's a piggy bank with its pants pulled down, revealed in the coin slot. It's not your average piggy bank. It's a piggy bank with a cheeky side, saving money to have never been so naughty. Visit oinkoinkpiggybank.com in order to get yours today. Don't miss out on the fun. They're not. They they're late. They haven't paid us for a while. We 
I don't know if we want to keep doing these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I just want to say, I've, okay. so, I've seen no ad copy come across my desk. Are, are they? Uh, are, are are these? Are these groups um, like speaking to you? They privately well, pay, are they? Yeah, they're gonna. They're, well, the thing is, they're not paying me in uh, fiat money because it's dead. Are they? they are you they getting promised, paid in UFC NFT? Well, that's the agreement. Yes, mm. and it, it's coming. There's a new drop coming soon. Now, I heard, yeah, you're most excited for the new drop. It's uh, Joe Rogan shaving his head. <laughs> live action. It's a it's live a action one. There's this yeah. one where it's uh, it's like you can actually kind of see his skin, Joe Rogan's skin being stretched over his face. You can kind of, see, you can even see it like in real time. It goes from loose to just tighter than, it's like where, it's like you're, it's like you're a size large, but you're wearing a small. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, it, it's like he has stretch marks on his forehead. Wow, I, for which I didn't even think was a place going. that could stretch. Yeah, really, because his brain's getting so big. Oh, is that what it is? Well, he didn't take the vaccine, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, because everybody's brain was getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, the COVID vaccine stopped. actually stopped the brain growth, which some might say was good because it means that your brain isn't getting dangerously close to your skull, increasing your risk of a uh, head injury. You want to find a quick way to uh, get people to look at you bad in public? Whenever something bad happens, like, oh, man, my back is so sore. Just be like, that's part of the vaccine. Just literally anything. Be like, God damn it, man. I scraped my knee the other day. It hurts so bad. Probably the vaccine. Yeah, well, scrape Just knees. Just drop that quick. Scrape knees didn't used to hurt that much. Yeah, Park's like, I can't make it. My knee is so fucked up It because of my surgery. That I had. Probably the vaccine's not healing properly. I mean, honestly, before... Before the vaccine, ACL surgeries, you, recovery time was what? So quick. Eight to 12 months. But now look eight, at it. I was going to say. It's like yeah. nine to 13. <laughs> I was going to say eight to 10 days. Wow. I, 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 my buddy's friend, his cousin, well, he had an uncle who got an ACL surgery back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And he blew up both of them. And that was before the vaccine. And you're not just. And by the way, I just want everyone to know you, you, you he drove his car made with hydrogen. You were talking about this vaccine rhetoric um, even long before Aaron Rodgers was a member of the New York Jets, right? Yeah, and I think the two just kind of happened to coincide. That you're like, this is why his Achilles is healing so quickly. Do you know why it's called the Achilles heel? Uh, because Achilles was the Greek. He's not a god. I don't think he's a god. But he, he was, was like he's son. Like, he was a son of a uh, Greek god. He's a figure in thing, uh, and then he was dipped into like an immortality pool. But he was held by his ankle. That's right. Uh, or his yeah. heel, rather, I guess. Um, which I guess begs the question: like, was his toes indestructible? If you're holding him by the ankle, like, do you think like the big toe kind of? crested I, I it makes me wonder but i don't know if you're holding it like imagine holding a pencil you're holding it by the racer the tip the no but there's going to be a little t- bit if you're holding a heel there's going to be the whole top of the foot like do you think any of that submerged or do you think it was just oh, interesting do you think it was Depends. just ankle down bent. i don't know i don't know but i think main point of the story is there's, he I think was there's questions that we need to answer he was indestructible, but he took and, and battle. He took an arrow to the back of the uh, to to his heel there, the back of the ankle, the Achilles tendon, and that's what killed him. And that's why uh, we call it that today. This is NPR Radio, and we're gonna dive into the story of Achilles. You heel. asked. Is it? 
I'm just playing. I'm just I gave you fun. an answer. I'm just having fun. You're doing good. Cam's just having fun, which means it's got to be time to kick it. Continuing tonight on two season of pop. 96.7 on your. Two season a pod, 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 two yeah, that's my lucky number, 168. Really? And it, you've petitioned yeah. for, I feel like every single uh, league team that you've played in, you've petitioned for that third character on the back of the jerseys. They say no, they don't fit. Um, they say no, the the additional costs. And you've lost the majority of those of those cases. Not one. Not, yeah, yeah you not haven't won a single one. one. Yeah. yeah, Guinness actually came uh, to your door the other day and gave you most or, or like most unsuccessful uh, petitions. Um, spe- speaking of sports games, there's our teams that are allowed for double zero. Like I think in the NFL and the NBA, you can do in the NBA, you could have a have a zero, have a double zero and a zero. And I do believe there are teams that have both of those. Both. Yeah. What? I don't think there's any other sport, though. I don't think like, you can, I've I don't never think you can I don't think zero in any other sport. And I don't yeah, think you can be double zero. Yeah. So that's you said that's football? Oh uh, no, basketball. Oh basketball. And that's also yeah, only like recently have players started to wear. So you know, of course, players start to wear the number and the new players come into the league being inspired by those old players. Uh so eventually you'll yeah. have a whole, you know, cuz R- Russell Westbrook is a number zero. He's probably the most famous. Oh, is he? Probably the most famous number zero I can think of. Uh the old quarterback for the Denver Broncos, Russell Westbrook. Yes. Married yeah. to Sierra. Sierra Williams. Yes. The third. The third. Yeah. Famous yeah. pickleball player. <laughs> <laughs> Very talented. Um, won the um, the 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 Nationals. Yeah. Several years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they actually won uh, Doink of the Year. Oh, that was Donk. Don- the year. No. Dink, Dink of no, the did year. Her, no, I think her sister won that one. Oh, her sister won Dink of the you're year. You're mixing them up. Yeah. yeah, you're mixing them up. You're right. There's ploop. Pl- there's ploop of the season. But I think that she was nominated for that, mm. and then possibly, I think she's a winner for most nominations for ploop of the season. But never won. I think she holds that record. Oh, most ploops without a without a victory. She's the she's yeah. The, uh, wow. Yeah. They call her the Ploop Queen. <laughs> Big hashtag going around that you started. Oh, um, here's a fun one you can do for your friends if you if your friends like sports. Because uh, I like doing little fun trivia. There is four different teams in Major League Sports who have the same name. So, like, if there was like two Maple Leafs, for example. So we got right off the bat, we got the Jets. Yes. We got the Giants. Uh, yeah. San Francisco and then New York. Uh, we also have the, uh, Kings. There's gotta be another King. There's actually is. So there's actually five then. Yeah. There's Sacramento Kings and LA Kings. Yeah. That's um, three. And there's a, there's two more I can think of actually. 
Yeah. Uh, and they're going to be hard. Yeah. One's going to be in New York. So I don't know if this counts, but I believe the uh, there was a former CFL team called the Houston Oilers. It was the um, team that you, team that Warren Moon played if you, for? If you if you include if we include the, that, does, does that mean that CF, we're now at seven? I was gonna say if you include <laughs> no, if you include the CFL, there's another one. Well, I guess and you're not counting the Houston Oilers, Edmonton Oilers. Correct, because that's not a yeah. Well, I team. guess there were two Rough Riders at one point. Yeah, Ottawa, not, Saskatchewan. Yeah, but not anymore. Like I'm talking current teams. Oh, okay. Um. Then I guess it would be yeah, BC Lions, Detroit Lions. Yeah, so that's the that's the Gosh, sort I'm gonna of roll. one. I'm gonna roll. Um, I gave you the hint of New York. New York and Texas have the same name of some team. Oh, the Rangers, New York Rangers, yep. Texas Rangers, NHL, MLB. And the last one is an NHL and uh, football, and uh, they are. I guess there's uh, Hawks and Blackhawks. No, not the same. This okay. last one is uh, a, a Florida team and a Carolina team. Though the Panthers, that's it. I was pretty. I was so pretty good. I was pretty good. I, I think I got those pretty yeah. quick. I definitely San Francisco got those. Yeah, quick. and I didn't. I didn't want to drag this on for a fifteen-minute segment because that's normally what happens. Is guys, when you do it, if you actually want to kill a conversation, you ask a question like this because you get five guys who just stare like this, and that's how guys' brains work. Is they just have to sit there and kind of look like they're looking at nothing. And you're like, that is peak male brain power right there is <laughs> brain power they, they might be a little bit of drool coming out of their mouth like going through every sports team, like carolina panthers florida panthers i sent connor and they just started i sent connor a funny video the other day you guys were having the conversation where it was something about you know you were with your your women or something and then i was like oh well what isn't that cool that they did this and you're like no what'd you guys talk about and it was uh like ways to like fire safety or something like that yeah it, it was it every was, conversation it was the same thing where it was like oh did, did you talk about what's new no oh did you talk about his family no did you talk about his job no well what'd you talk about we talked about nba role players from the mid-2000s <laughs> And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I would love to have a conversation about my favorite role players from the in the NBA between 2005 and 2009. I would love to talk about that. Yeah, if Sean you, if you really Marion, broke... baby, Jason Terry. Oh God! Like if you were to go Ziggy Isgoskis. What was the dorm in uh, uh, Lori that it was like one floor women, one floor men? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I think. Like, I, I, think I think now. Made yeah, that. now Bukart. I think did that when I was there. Bukart was all ladies, every floor. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I could see into the one of the windows. That was so hot. Was sick. If you if you compared those conversations now, one floor up, like on a Friday night, it's gonna be like. I don't know, man. Like Craig just giving me like mixed signals. Like, look at this text. The guy upstairs is like, "Bro, there's no fucking way that Kobe Bryant could have thrown a 50-yard fucking field goal." It's like, what do you mean you could have thrown a 50? Dude, his arm's not that good. Like, that's the conversation going on upstairs. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, do I like we're in third year now? We're almost in fourth year. <laughs> we're in He's third like, year. We're still yeah. living in Bucart residence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, this is, this is going out and everywhere. Um, I actually have a game this week. Well, before we get... Okay, but we No, we have issues to get to before we got to the game. Uh, because uh, we have some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. We got issues. Okay. We got issues, motherfucker. Uh, 
Uh, last week, uh, we uh, were posing the question, how are restraining orders actually enforced? Literally asked this, not even forgot about this on the podcast. Awesome. Asked about it this week again. Just Mike. casual. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, there are many different kinds of uh, restraining orders, including uh, ones for domestic violence protection, anti-harassment, anti-stalking, workplace violence uh, restraining. There's a few different kinds. You can get one by proving to a judge that a protective order is needed with proof of... You could have letters, voicemails, text messages, videos. It can really kind of be anything um, or any kind of firsthand account that is um, implying a serious threat of violence against you. And you can go to a judge and get this without the other person um, having to be there. The other person doesn't actually have to be there. Uh, what would happen? Nice. A judge would give you like a temporary restraining order before they would have that person in court also to have the two of you there. However, the temporary restraining order is everything that the real restraining order will have it's just kind of you know makes it official gotcha. <laughs> in a way um it should be so if if a restraining order is violated it should be as simple as contacting police who breaking a restraining order means that you will be under arrest for breaking a restraining order and then whatever kind of other punishments might come with that um, and yeah, it should be as simple as contacting police. They make the arrest, <clears throat> but sadly more often than not, uh, police will, uh, make a house call related to the incident, but won't actually arrest the defendant. It's kind of what I figured would happen. That's exactly Just... what happens more often than not. In some cases, you know, it's, uh, um, police or, you know, they report some kind of domestic uh, of some harassment sort. and then the cops wave it off. And then like three days later, everyone's dead or something like that. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but that is in theory how it's supposed to actually work i did like the idea that you can get one uh against somebody without them having to like sign a paper or like without them even knowing i don't think they'd sign the paper most of the time i think, I think they i think they that's kind of the thing right it's like well you kind of gotta do it uh and then finally we're actually talking about what's what, the minimum distance is the better question minimum distance. <laughs> like yeah, well, yeah like, you can't be, be like within like feet? nine yeah it's like you can't be within five feet of them and someone's like has a ruler they're like yep yep we're good we're good I, w I would love – I wonder if um, in, like, professional sports contracts they have written some kind of clause around that, like, <clears throat> if two NHL players on opposing teams, one had a restraining order against the other. Corey Perry. <laughs> I wonder if they're – Corey Perry's involved with that somehow. <laughs> Corey Perry has one for Bedard's yeah, mom. Yeah, Sean Avery. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there could be, like, a, a clause in there somewhere where it's, like – all restraining orders don't count on the ice or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah and then finally, <clears throat> our second question was, uh, what is the actual, uh, what's a cardinal sin? Of course, you know, you and I, Cam, you and yeah. I, both both of us are not good uh, good religious boys. Uh, were you ever baptized? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to get that re revoked. but <laughs> Right, you're trying to get a revoke. Right, right, because you're trying to get the decircumcision. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Not, never got the snip. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get pulled out of the water from drowning. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, a cardinal sin means a couple things in different uh, groups of Christianity. You might also think about it as the uh, the seven deadly sins. Like a cardinal sin is to break one of the seven deadly sins. Those being uh, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride, Boom. and be Kevin Spacey. Um, Did all those. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, yeah. Because yeah. I'll, I'll repeat. I heard that the Kevin Spacey character in the film Seven was based on you, and it was mostly because of the hair choice. Yeah, interesting casting, but uh, it was my first big break. 
Um, <clears throat> however, um, a carnal sin in Catholicism may also be known as a mortal sin. A mortal sin is an action so evil that it leads to the damnation if the person does not repent that sin before death. Isn't oh, so you have to <clears throat> you have to ask for forgiveness. You have to ask for you have to no you, you don't ask. For, I guess yeah, you have to repent, which I feel like repenting and asking for forgiveness are two different things. Or like they're similar, you know. There's two sides of the same coin, I guess. Yeah, you have to repent. Right. Um, and yeah, um, it's, it's almost, it feels like bureaucracy at, when you go to like the service Ontario. Like, I'd like to renew my license and my and my health card. Like, you can do the license here. You have to do the health card online, then come back. You're like, <coughs> can't we just do both right now? Oh, You're like, yeah. it's the same thing with the Catholic Church. Like, you can do your confession now, and you can ask for forgiveness. But to uh, repent is that'll be a three day paperwork, and then you come back. Oh, the paperwork situation in the Catholic yeah. Church is wild. I'm about to die. He's on vacation right now. We do have someone filling in, but it's unlikely he'll be able to take that request before God. Before what do you, do you have till Tuesday? I can try and rush it, but uh, uh, no promises. That's uh, yeah, that's exactly it. The paperwork nightmare over at the Catholic Church um, is exactly that. Yeah, damnation. Um, I guess the, the the official definition of dam damnation also, which I also just learned, is the complete desperation of that person from God's saving grace. Like you are so removed from, like God cannot save you. You are unsavable. Um, question: Because I I've run into some, especially working with a lot of Americans, I find they bring up God a lot if they're religious. They love and God. They love God, but it does make the conversation kind of weird when it's just like they bring it up. And you're like, I guess there's not really a further conversation to be had unless I just agree with you. If you're like, hey, are you planning on doing anything about this major problem that's about to happen? Like, that's in God's hands, brother. And you're like, well, I guess that's the end of the conversation then. Like, well, I, we're guess not be not, like I guess you're not building a hurricane shelter. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally shit like that. Or they're like, I'm just truly blessed by all these things. You're like... All right, yeah, let's move along then. Like, I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah, well, that's one of the things, you know, Cam, you and I as a not particularly secular people, as it were, um, we are in, like, the massive, unintelligible minority of the planet who, uh, who does, you know, believe, practice, and... Uh, procure their decisions based on a deity of some sorts and you and i might not do the same and we are in the overwhelming minority of the world <laughs> uh, it's not even fucking close so yeah you think it's the of the world oh for sure okay so no north america majority no if you were to like if you were to combine like all the people who believe in a deity of some kind and then all who don't Oh, the believers have to outweigh. It's got to be ninety ten. It's got to be ninety ten. No way, ninety. I mean, and and yeah. Oh, of course, any kind of religion. I got it. Uh, I I, I got it. I'm looking say. up percentage of the world that is secular. It's not going to be a rough. Huh, Cam? Why is your why is it asking you to turn off Google blurring images? I'll get into that. I do my own things on here. It's 84% of the world are affiliated with religion. Okay, so now, suddenly me saying 90 doesn't sound so fucking crazy. It's a stupid number because you were off by 6. So what's 6% yeah. of 8.5 billion? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that many is no, a, a, that lot many people. People. That's a lot you know, of people. Yeah, think about it that way. It's a real I'm surprised though. problem. Now, I will say this. Um, me, like, I'm deemed in that group of the 84 
because I was baptized. And when I said, like, it's difficult to get off that list, you know Connor's a man of principle. Like, he's tried getting off that list. He can't. You can't he's get debaptized. No, no, you can't get debaptized. You can't become un-Catholic. You can't be like, I don't want my name affiliated with anything to do with this. Oh. They're like, the paperwork trail is just too long. Like, we don't, they're, they just put no, up excuses. <laughs> but, like, seriously, like, if you, ha- if you were born into anything where it's like, um, your name was at all affiliated with the Catholic Church, they're like, you're in, brother. No, no, I, that, well, I bet, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you were to find a statistic. And that's probably 90% of the I'm, 84%. <laughs> I'm sure if you were to find a statistic that, because, uh, you know, maybe looked at people who continue to practice in some, uh, or, you know, or believe in some way, shape, or form. I'm not even thinking of us honkies over here in North America. I'm thinking of the billions of people in the Middle East. I'm thinking of the billions of people in Asia who do probably continue to believe something or some, you know, some kind of, you know, that, that that's pennies when you look at, you know, the this, like, the white people, the white Catholics, that's pennies. Yeah. Fair. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, the number just, is astonishing to me, but uh, I, I guess that, yeah, c'est la vie. C'est but la vie. either way. Say lovey. Um, anyway, I got a fun. I got a fun game for uh, games like conversations that guys often have that are not related to anything. Cause how how is your relationship, Cam? Don't care. We're gonna play a game here. <laughs> New game. Um, this one not really repeatable because this is a one-off. Um, but the game is called Crystal Clear Choices: The Ultimate Glassware Showdown. <laughs> now, because we're coming to the holiday season, Cam. Um, let's get real. Drinking goes up, what, Wait, 70%? Is, is this a fan or fraud? No, this is not a fan or fraud. This is a game where I'm going to give you a items on a list, and you have to pick where you want to rank them before we're, the ne- we're knowing where the next item is going to be. So is it a top so, five? It's like a top five. It's actually a top nine, but you don't know what the other items are. So you have to rank them accordingly. We're going to call it a top there. five plus four. Here's a top five. Here are five tips about things. Five, 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 five ways to love. No, it's just a top five. Okay. We'll call it top five plus four. Um, the game is called Crystal Clear Choice, the Ultimate Glassware Showdown, based on a conversation that myself and Connor Romero had deciding what is the best alcohol or best vessel to drink alcohol out of. And... Cam, right now you are drinking out of a nice cold... A traditional pint glass, I think one could say. Which is the first item on the list, Cam. Out of 10 items, I forgot there is 10 items, where does that rank around best drinking vessels? And I will not tell you what the other ones are yet. So there's there 10, some, 10 total. There's 10 total. 10 total. Uh, I'm actually going to put this one pretty low on the list, probably. Um... I think it's too tall and too heavy because, you know, a pint glass is going to have a thing of beer and that's that's going to be heavy. That's not going to be conducive to maybe a wild hand gesture, um, you know, maybe maybe more prone to spilling because it is a little bit taller. I'm going to put that one pretty low. Uh, we're, let's kick it off. So there's 10 total. 10 total. We're putting that low, number eight. I think you're going to regret that. Oh, we'll see. Okay. So beer glass, I'll put it. Okay, Cam, next on the list. Is a keg stand. No. <laughs> 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 um, below or above eight? Yeah, I've never done a keg stand before. Not great. And Not also great. because it's no, I don't think I, no one's ever drinking good beer in a keg stand. So uh, we'll leave it pretty low. But there's got to be one that's worse. So let's say that's nine. 
Okay. All right, great. Next up is a coupe or coupe glass, as I like to call them. I believe it's just coupe glass. There's, yeah, well, you know what? There's no apostrophe French, so. over the E. Um, I, now, see what a coupe, uh, I love the coupe glass. Um, one thing I love, I love, I love, I love the glass. One thing that's fun with cocktails and the glass size, it's, it's the glass is the size that the drink is supposed to hold. So a yes, coupe glass. That is nice. My, my, you know, you you have a cocktail or something, <clears throat> a stirred cocktail that's three and a half shots of a few different kinds of booze, and it just perfectly fits in the coupe glass. You know why? Because it was designed for those purposes. You know why that drink has that much uh, volume? It's because it was designed to fit in the glass. The coupe glass is a uh, is it's awesome. It's gonna be in the tops. Uh, I'll give it number three. Okay, fantastic. Uh, next, we have a champagne flute. Like the long, long narrow. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, one thing I love about the champagne flute is that you you're only drinking it with champagne or prosecco. Yeah. Um, even if you were you drinking, the difference is. Pardon. You know what the difference is? I think champagne is a. Uh, well, champagne is sparkling white wine that reside that comes from the Champagne region in France. Ding ding ding. So anything else that doesn't come from there is really just sparkling white, which I guess is prosecco, or is prosecco sweeter? Prosecco is a grape itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, God, I'm on fire tonight. Uh, yeah. So the champagne flute. One thing I like. I like a glass that I'm only drinking that one thing out of that glass. It really make gives it a purpose. It's kind of like now. It's kind of uh, like you, you say that, but keg stand is only at a nine. <laughs> no, but that just it's, you know it's good. I'm it's gonna get my I'm gonna get wet. Somehow doing a keg stand, you know that's not what I Wait, want. Actually, you won't because your body will be upside down. <laughs> oh, that's what's scary. Um, the champagne flute, though, uh, that's certainly it. You know, Christmas morning, you pour yourself that mimosa, you pour yourself that uh, champagne and orange juice. Um, you want that long flute. Um, I like that. You know, I like the the whole thing. It's a great glass. We're gonna put it number four. Okay. All right, Cam. Uh, next up on the is a can of beer, a beer can, or just a can for seltzers. Anything uh, really? The just can. the can. Just a can. The can. The can. I mean, the can is the dream. Honestly, it's one of the best ways that I think we've created to drink something out of. Uh, unlike the the pint glass, the the can is conducive to a wild hand gesture. You know, if I if I want to give one to you on the other side of the table, I can gesture in your in your direction and uh, emit no spillage. Um, I also encourage listeners at home. You know, next time you finish a can of Diet Coke, save it, rinse it out, buy some boxed wine, pour the boxed wine into the can of Diet Coke. Next thing you know, you can drink red wine wherever you want. No one's gonna know unless they're looking at your teeth. So I think cans uh, got to be a top. We're gonna put that at number two. Wow! Wow! Yep. Did not. Th this is revolutionary. I yeah. did not expect this. Wow. Okay, Cam, and uh, we call this the cans big brother, the bottle. You know what? The bottle. Uh, I feel like the bottle was a necessity. Somehow, I don't know why. In high school, the only we only had access to bottles of beer. Was it because the LCBO was yeah, further? Yeah, why were our bags always clean? Clinking, exactly, right? You think, you know, was it because um, uh, the beer store was closer, in closer proximity? Maybe this, is this actually our parents playing chess? I, is it because when you think of Holy your dad smokes. drinking, you think of your dad drinking a bottle. You don't think of your dad drinking a can. <laughs> when you think of your dad drinking, you think of a man passed out <laughs> on the couch. 
when you think of your dad drinking, you think of not going to soccer practice. So it's maybe you be- think of being at school at six o'clock, going, "You'll come." <laughs> Six o'clock a.m. <laughs> Dropped you off so goddamn early. Um, yeah, it's uh, the bottle. I don't know why we romanticized the bottle so much. I mean, hell, even I think when you and I lived together, we were still drinking bottles. Yeah. On the and, and in that particular situation, the beer store was the closest proximity. Beer store would sell more bottles than cans, but then eventually cans just kind of came up, um, which is going to rank the bottle pretty low. So I got spaces for you, one, five, six, seven, and ten. Yeah, we're gonna put it at uh we're gonna put it at five. Okay. Now I think it's a tough part, because I think you've you've made your bed. You're left with the number one spot. Yep. A six, seven, and ten. Okay. The next up is a highball glass. The highball, similar to the 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 pint glass, right? Where um, you know, similar shape. It's going to be a little bit taller, which means the weight's going to be distributed a little bit higher, a little bit lighter, though. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get less fluid in the highball glass than you will in the pint than the pint glass. So I think that gives it the edge. Um. Uh, one thing I like about the highball glass is that it's often going to come with a a garnish of some kind, a fun a, a little one of those little um, umbrellas, maybe a skewer of pickles. I think there's a lot of things, and you, know, you get that long toothpick that goes all the way to the bottom of the glass, but on it, it's got like pickle, they got little cornichons, little pickled olives, and all that kind of thing. Well, you know, in the, which in that case, you know, what do you like when you order a Caesar? So, uh, gosh, I wish I, I w- I'm not going to put this one at one. I wish I could rank it higher than glass or sorry, beer bottle, but I can't. I think I have, I think I have, I have one, six, seven, and 10, correct? Yes, correct. So we're going to put this one at number six. All right. So now we're really Fuck. one, seven, and 10. I know. <laughs> I yeah. really fucked Tricky. myself. Tricky. It's okay. It's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. okay. It's okay. All right. So we have left a rocks glass. Oh, rock glass. Awesome. Uh, this if you, this might also be uh, referred to as a short glass. I think we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, if you order a, um, let's say, a rum and coke or something at the bar, they might ask you a tall glass or a short glass. Tall glass, like we just explained. Short glass is a smaller one. Gosh, one thing I love about the short glass cam is that it fits well in my teeny tiny little mitts. That's right. I got small hands, little fingers, small features. I can fit into tight places. And the rock glass just makes me feel like I'm a fucking giant holding a little kid's uh, little glass. It's also my preferred glass. Little kids, what? Little <laughs> glass. I said glass. Uh, like I'm holding a kid's cup. You know. You know. Like I'm a. Anyways. Um. So I think you know. I was waiting for the option to come up. This got to be number one. This has to okay. be number one. Um. You can fill it to the top with glass with ice, and uh, just go for it. Yeah. Okay. So we have two options left. Wow. Um. Our second last option for either the seven spot or the 10 spot is wine glass. And I will choose either the red or white. And there is a subtle difference, but we're not going to dig into it today. <sighs> so red glass, of course, a little bit of a, a bigger, deeper uh, cup portion, you know, meant to kind of hold your hand underneath, warming up the wine in a little bit of a way. Of course, some of the tannins will completely emerge when they when they do receive a little bit of heat. And the, uh, the white wine glass... Which I guess, 
less of a less of a bowl type size you're yeah, more you're, less of a less of a bulb shape bulb okay you also have a bulb you know maybe a more you know it's it may, more intentionally hey more you're flutey to, you're some more towards the flute you're less towards the bulb supposed to hold it by the stem and that's the real difference um one thing i would say here i do like uh, i you know if you're drinking wine you got to drink from a wine glass i do have to say one of the um, one of my most favorite gifts i've ever received uh, ever um, was uh, Jess and I's first Christmas together, and she had commissioned a a local potterer, potterier, a performer of pottery, to um, mold a a chalice that resembles that of Jesus Christ from Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. And wow. uh, and it it's awesome, and it it that is actually the glass we have white white wine glasses, red wine glasses. But I drink my wine from that particular glass because it is uh it means so much to me. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put wine glass at number seven. And good choice because our number ten spot. And please tell me what you love and what you hate. The red solo cup. Well, one thing I do love to do is fill it up. Yes. Also love, love to have a party. Me, it fills me up. <laughs> I also love to have a party. Um. Gosh, you know, so see, I, I, I'm i glad, actually. I, I think Red Solo Cup would have fallen at number 9 or 10. Also, also in my recent years, you know, in, in an effort to reduce my own personal carbon footprint in, in, issue, in places where I would have a Red Solo Cup, I kind of bring my own Yeti mug. You know, I'm sure you've seen, you know, it's the same one that I camp with. I'll bring that on a cottage weekend or on a whatever and just kind of drink from there because I don't want to use up those plastic cups or really try, you know, if you are at a place, use just use the fucking glass. Use the glass to be responsible, goddammit. Um, I also love people whose houses you go to and they have, like, it, it looks like a wine glass, but it's plastic. And you're kind of like, yeah. I can use this safe. Also, by the way, let's all of these glasses, the plastic version is just as good. It's <laughs> just as good. If not, it just makes it more responsible. Um, yeah, solo cups. You know, you you want to keep you want to keep ten, enough for beer pong, and two teams of five on five flip cup. Just fill it with water instead. Doesn't fucking matter. Um, how many do you need for beer baseball? Four, seven. You need quite a bit. Yeah, but sub fifteen. Keep fifteen at your house. You don't need any more. That's number ten for sure. Okay, so I'll go through the list here, Cam, and I'll give you one option for a swap. Okay. See if you can make this list perfect. So first we got rocks glass, two can, three coupe, four flute, five bottle, six highball, seven wine glass, eight beer glass, nine keg stand, ten red solo cup. There are some errors on there. I'm gonna swap. But, uh, I'm gonna swap bottle with wine glass. Is that wait? Is that that's five seven? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. Five, seven. Let's switch. Uh, let's switch bottle and wine glass. And I, I very much so like that list. Great. Well, that's your Christmas list. <laughs> wow. What does that mean? You get, you get one rock glass, two cans of beer, three coupe glass, four flutes of champagne, five bottles of beer, six highball glasses, seven glasses of wine, eight. Chilled beer glasses, nine keg stands, and a red solo cup. Not that bad. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Not is, bad, is Cam. It 12 because, days of Christmas. Well, because I, I'm also, yeah, I'm so glad that you got to perform that here because that is one of the hits from you, you and the Muppets Christmas album. It's a Camel Claire Muppets Christmas album. 
Oh, what's the what's the Christmas song that you can will automatically skip? Skip? Yeah, I'm never in a situation F- where I can choose to skip. I'm all, you're always forced to listen. Oh, change to. the road, change the radio station, nothing like that. Oh, um, because I feel like everyone's like, "What's your favorite Christmas song?" And it's like, "Oh, great question. What's what's the one where you're like, I don't I think fucking th- can't stand." There's this not one. one that I hate more than the others. I don't think. No, um, there's oh, some like that are there's some that are great. No, there's some that are bangers. Yeah, uh, I agree. There's plenty. I, I but I don't think there's one any that one like. that I, I can think of that's like no skip that one. Uh, what about like hippopotamus for Christmas? What about the Jackson Five? Oh, the Jackson Five. What about Alvin? Al, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Like, there's a bunch on my. Oh, list. I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. See, I, I, I would need to see the list of the scope. Yeah, because I, you're right. I wasn't even thinking about the Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, one. So. Yeah, put some thoughts it out. See, it's going to be a lot of two. I m- Christmas songs in my house growing up was mostly jazz Christmas, opera Christmas. Scootalabap-bap, A lot of scootalabap-baps. Scoodala- Ooh, get around that Christmas tree, baby. I do have to yeah. say, in, in the interest of the Christmas spirit, we put up some uh, some decorations uh, just earlier yesterday. Nice. Um, Jess was at a screening of the the holiday film that she production designed. Cup of Cheer. Yeah. I gotta plug it. You know, I know where. Maybe. I thought that is that the, is Cup of Cheer the second one. I thought she did Cup of Cheer last year. No, last year was uh, a, a production called. I think it was the same name. No, no, Cup of Cheer. She did in like 2020, early 2020. That that was a long time ago. You um, just said Cup of Cheer then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Joe, she just went for a, every year. They screen it. Here in the city, so this was oh, just uh, okay. They, okay. The I an- thought she was the, doing it again. No, just the annual screening of the film, and it's always funny. I have to say that you have to. Uh, um, everyone should watch it. I think it's on. I think you can rent it on Prime even. Uh, but I do have to say one one way I've gotten to the Christmas spirit is with the Advent calendar. Oh, that's fun. Of course, um, you know it's What's great. The date you know, today? today's the tenth. Oh, I'm a late. So uh, you know, when you were a kid, it used Christmas to be, people, and and they can be anything. They can be little Lindor chocolates. I saw one at the Pet Value today, which was uh, treats for your cat. And then I like, like you, doing twenty five shots till Christmas. You poked one out. I've shots. seen one. Uh, Nespresso has a version where each day you pop out a different uh, yeah. coffee, and so it always has Philip to be a Morris surprise. is doing one. Philip Morris <laughs> is doing one where it's like a different dart. Every oh day. Oh my god, it's next blue, my favorite. I would love next. It's Christmas. Yeah, next blue's got to be Christmas Eve, that's for sure. That's yeah. a ho- that's a holiday dart. Uh no, but I do have to say that I have um for my birthday, I got a a Sawdust City advent calendar where every single day you pop open another another brew, another beer, another cold one. What's the case? Is it a 2-4 case? It's it's a 2-4 case, but then each number is kind of scattered and plotted throughout. And uh, in the morning, I put I open it up so I can put it in the fridge so I can have it in the evening. So I've had a beer for 10 days in a row now, Cam. Isn't it great? Isn't December fantastic where you're like, <laughs> like I know I'm going to go to the LCB room and get Bailey's and like different alcohols because someone gave me an LCBO gift card. Uh, shout out to Jamie Hamilton, uh, James, his child, and uh, Julia. Great fam, great fam, fan- fantastic. Wait, he, the kids. He named his kid after himself. I mean, that's not the after fucking himself. Dream. Wait, is Dude, Jamie a second? That's like the that he, James is the fifth. The his Jamie, kid is Jamie, the fifth. Wait, the Jamie that I know is the fourth. He's the fourth. Yeah, that is awesome. God, I want to have kids only so I can 
name my next one junior and then tell him like you have to name yeah. like here we go i'm i i only want to have children to start the chain of cameron storm osborne the sixth unreal yeah wouldn't that be cool i think i'll have to bring that up with shannon tonight just so. but i <laughs> i wonder why um, i wonder what how, how that's going to come up no but i have to say um i'm 10 beers in three of them have been like extra dark nine percent ipas oh, um tough. but i have to say they've each been including this evenings but i have to say they've each been a different one every single day uh which is a lot of fun you know everywhere between three and a half to nine percent um, I think this one was called like "Keep Your Stick on the Ice" IPA, and they all—I I love all—I love all the artwork that's on it. And I do have to say, Cam, I know you know it's been a point of contention over the past years between, um, you know, me drinking hard liquor, uh, you drinking Moose Come, and we sort of sort of Moose Come Light. It's a sponsor, okay? Right. Say it right, or they're gonna not pay us. I do have to say we've they- been at, we've been at odds often throughout the history of the show, uh, but I do have to say I've, I've very much so enjoyed my. Uh, t- uh, drink, tasting different beers. It has it has been very nice. It was a very nice gift, and I bet, hey, if you're you know looking for a gift for a friend next year or something, it's a I think I think I think it'd be a great thing. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good to know. Yeah, very good to know. Um, all right, well we're uh, we're about what forty minutes into the show. We do have to do some planning this week for next week's uh, the. Uh, the fifth fifth annual annual wow wait no no way it's been five it's been five it's been five but this is i guess we miss a lot of episodes here on the show because i was gonna say if it's been five then in theory we should have five years times 56 episodes a year and we should be at like 300 episodes, but we're only at episode. I don't. We haven't eight. done one every time. Like we didn't do it the first year. Maybe not the second year. No, we did this, do it the first this. year because the first, like episode four of the podcast, was the very first live episode from uh, the little off the office room at your other place. Well, you know what? The invite says the fifth. I'm counting on it. Wow. Going by the invite. Uh, But that's right, folks. Yeah, the next live show, we're very much so looking forward to it. I think, you know, from from, uh, talking to people who have seen all the versions of the live podcast, um, I think last last year was a hit. I think really last year was a hit. We we chunk off one hour of giggling and having fun, Cam. Yeah. You and I do a lot of work, and I think I think every I think it's just become a staple of your party. Yeah, and I did talk to um, uh, some. I, I did an anonymous poll from um, uh, two hundred different. And anonymous poll. Previous. Anonymous poll is what you call it when you sneak into your bedroom, like with a ski mask. Uh, to, co- I, to try I, to like I, I live, to try to like liven things up in the bedroom, you call it the anonymous poll. I like that. I'll bring that up tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, right when you're talking about names, Cameron Jack Leclaire the the seventh. Yeah, I like that even better. CJL um, baby. So yeah, I think the good rule of thumb on it is have a timer so it doesn't get into a dragathon. And I mean, um, what, what I think we need to do is. Have that, have it focused, and have it very interactive like we did last year. Last year was great. We had three yeah. microphones on the floor, and people were able to grab and go. So we can probably bang out three games. I think Wheel of Death would be a fun one. I think Freon Kajij could be fun, and then maybe come up with a uh, a specialty game or something around that line. We'll, we'll have conversations over the week through some planning because that's right, people. It's The time has come. The time has come. 
You know that one? I don't think so. How Should we, I? How could we death when the third you turn? I don't know. I don't know. You know that one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> but like you said, like you said, it's gonna be a great show. We hope to see you there. Only if you're on the invite list, though. Uh, still waiting to hear back from the Kardashians. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll come. Okay. Um, but I think I think it was specifically Courtney though. None of the other none of the other ones got got, uh, got invites. Didn't want them. Didn't want them. Didn't want them. Ever since uh, she broke up with Kanye, I'm like, what? You mean nothing to me? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, hell, let me tell you, Kim Kardashian wasn't my most listened to artist on Spotify. Let me tell you that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was on Red Tube though. I don't but start I think that every was morning. <laughs> I thought, wasn't that the Yeezus album? Well, yeah, My Alarm Clock is Good Morning <laughs> by Kanye West. Mine is I Am a God. <laughs> As it should. I am a God. You're like, I fucking am a God. You're right. Well, yeah, because right. you just spoke to Jesus. And, and he said, what he up, said, what Cameron? Up, Cameron? He, he said, shit, I'm chilling trying to stack these millions. Yeah. And you're like mm-hmm. the king of the Jews with millions? <laughs> and the look on your face did not look shocked. Jesus not understanding sarcasm. Some people call it practicing gratitude. Mm. I call it stacking millions. Right. And how's that going for you? Good. Good. Okay. Just we're in a little bit of a tight cash flow situation. Right. Like right. I right. I did. But we're gonna work aware of it. Before we signed. Before we came in here to the studio to record, Cam was yelling something frantically about short squeezing, and then I kind of got lost. Bottomlesspiggybank.com Oinktastic savings awaits Thank you Cam Gotta keep plugging that But we are coming up to the end of the show Which means that we have one more game to play And that is of course the little headliner Ass9 Hey 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 Headline or asinine Sir where we look online, uh, we've in this ever-moving uh, world of uh, information flow. I think more than anything else, this is a game about how information is able to spread, or sometimes misinformation. Yeah, and I got uh, a few good ones for you here. Let's see if you can uh, see past my lies. Am I am I bluffing or am I cuffing, or am I hitting the nuts as they call it? Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, am I hitting and am I nutting or flut? Am I nutting or f- flut? Bluffing. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's something. All right, that's something. All right, uh, fake toll plaza set up on highway cheats government for one point five years. Um. Yeah, it's uh, so in America there are tolls quite regularly i think you know sort of the way that we have the 407 here which is a transponder situation i know they have many highways that it might be all of the highways i don't even know you you sort of tash throw a little bit of change into there and then you keep going i don't know what happens if you don't have the money uh like is there like a little u-turn and turn off and go back around is there a way that you can bypass the toll why are the tolls there in the first place um Lots of questions on this one, but yeah, there are stretches of highway in like Breaking Bad land um, that things can go unnoticed for for years. Of course, it's something you know a two a one lane in each direction kind of road in the middle of Albuquerque, and there's just a little like sign that says like give me a cup, give me a buck. Uh, that's going to fool enough people for a long enough time. That one is a headline. This one's a headline out of India, actually, not out of America. Hmm. Um, where someone set up a uh, adjacent road to a national highway that was 50% 
of the actual toll rate of it. So it scooted around it, which worked for quite a while because everyone's just like, yeah, of course I'll take, I don't care if it's illegal or not. I'm saving 50% to get across this. I will do it and got away with it for, uh, what was that? 16, 18 months before getting discovered. Wow. That's pretty good. And did it say how much money they made? It does not actually say how much. I think that's probably uh, within court right now. Mm. How many rupees? It is in rupees. It is in rupees. You got to be in rupees if you're in India, folks. Look it up. Also, if I were to just tell you, like, they made 1 billion and 7 million rupees, you'd be like, oh, that's that's a number. 20 bucks. That's Yeah, I don't know what that is, but that seems like a high number. (laughs) I bet Shohei Otani makes more in two games. (laughs) Did you hear that? He makes 476... $476,000 $476,000 every game. That's awesome. He deserves it. 400, Deser- 400, yeah, 476000 Deserves every penny. Cam. Did I show you? I got with his jersey. A Shohei Otano jersey. Now, did I tape on his name? Yeah, I did. And did I wear it to the bar on Friday? Yeah, I did. Interesting. Is that a... <laughs> Is that, so a piece of blue tape that you wrote Otani on. Yes. Uh, I thought it was legit. Now, you could have gone the other way and just burned the whole thing instead. Well, that would be burning my Jays, surely. That's a good point. You don't want to do that. I also didn't now know I also didn't know that Shohei Otani wrote war number 13. I feel like that's not his. He doesn't. He's 17. <laughs> I feel like that's not his number. Cam, I got one here for you. Headline last night, inflatable Santa gunned down after drive-by shooting. I mean, with such a big target, I'm not surprised. Um, you, you go to the most dangerous cities, you, you spend enough time in the kitchen, you're going to get burned, right? When you have the Santa's Day Parade going across South Street, Chicago, 11 o'clock in the morning, right? That's the most dangerous time of the day. Quick drive-by, a little bit of dispute, stray bullet down the alleyway, <laughs> Everyone's confused, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is, these things happen. Don't stand in the kitchen, you don't want to get burned. <laughs> Instead of Chicago. Headline. <clears throat> Cam, this one is a headline here for you, a story out of Lexington, Kentucky, where Santa was found dead, lying on the ground with an 18-inch um, bullet hole pierced right through him. The Santa was put up just a few days ago with a steep price tag of over 200 American dollars. The homeowners were sitting um, at home watching television when they heard a small bang, went outside to see jolly old St. Nick grasping for his last breath. Um, when uh, the owner said, Dafuk, he watched the doorbell cam to see what he could see when he saw a vehicle turn around in the little cul-de-sac outside of his house. An arm came out the uh, window of the car and started shooting. Nobody's been found a suspect or anything, but there are other inflatable lawn ornaments in the area on the same street, so it's unclear if it was a targeted attack. Hard to say. I, we, hard we got a lot of inflatable things around us. I don't know how much you guys have. Uh, we got a few. Not not too many. I think ours is pretty not yeah. inflatable stuff. I got, have you found uh, your dog gets scared of inflatable stuff? Uh, no, she was more scared of Halloween decorations. So far, she hasn't been scared of Christmas decorations. I am, too. <laughs> All right. Headliner out tonight. Survey finds many men think they can land a commercial plane. Uh, I agree. I could, I could, 
Um, no problem. I, 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 so easy. If you've ever seen Con Air, percent should be. If, yeah, th- that's because there's fifty percent beta ass males. I think it's because so the cockpit. We we see the photos when you were a child. You went in, and you see all the buttons and the things and the the meters and stuff. Now, when they say land a, a jet, do they mean like from thirty seven thousand feet? Or do they mean, like, I'll take the reins on the initial descent? Or, like, I wonder what the scope of it is, right? Because could I land... And and could I land a plane from 37,000 feet if I or nobody else will die? I'll give it a shot. Um, But, I mean, the lever... It's going to be push up or push down. So as soon as I figure that out, it's just about timing. Uh, I press the button for the wheels to come out. Like, it doesn't sound too fucking complicated. There's probably four buttons in there. Everything else is just... Uh, like, like I don't imagine that while the plane is being landed, the pilots are just in there fucking pulling knobs and pressing buttons and shit. Uh, they uh, they themselves have to be pretty calm, and then once I get into the routine of it, um, I'll be fine. This one is a headline. This one is a headline, and the article is very much like, of course, there's no way that they could do this. Well, you know what? Mythbusters did a test where they did... Let's try having Adam and Jamie do a test where they do it without uh, FA guidance. Or is it FA? What are, um, flight, like flight simulator type shit or flight, something? Well, not flight. It's like the, like the, the dispatch, whatever it's called. Okay. Like what are the, uh, what are they called? Um, come on, help me out here. Uh, traffic control, air traffic control. Okay. So they did one without and they just said like, just, you know, try it based on looking at stuff here. And they both crashed the plane. Now, as soon as they got air traffic control, they both safely landed the plane. Wow. So, yeah, of course men can do it. It's called a cockpit for a reason. Because we can slam our cocks down and go, I'm going to take this plane back to go, safety. Oh, baby. I'm going to take this all the way down. Yeah, you know what, baby? We're taking this plane to Vegas. We're running out of gas. No problem. It's only Colorado. We're not much slower lungs, baby. <laughs> and I'm, par- I'm parlaying this opportunity. Jesus. I land this baby. I'm going to fucking roll. So you have to land this plane immediately. Say, take your time. <laughs> I did speak with a guy from Vegas, completely unrelated, for a, like a work uh, thing. Basically, we were trying to get him on as a partner, and he lives like very close to the strip. He used four different gambling metaphors in our business call unintentionally. How do you know? They, was, how do you it, know it was unintentional? It might have been. I wanted to point it out. Then he's like, "Yeah, you know, we just want to make sure the house gets paid on this one." And I'm like, "Interesting." Like, you know, like shit like that. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, sometimes, you know, you just have to make a push. Well, You're yeah, like, Cam. Well, you okay. keep telling um, potential partners to keep your stick on the ice. Yeah, I do. And, and, I say, and you, hey, you, you, te- you tell them, let's just go tape to tape on this, bud. The sweet of the maple syrup, the, the, the tougher the squeeze. Well, yeah, some of your clients were very, they, they had a very tough time finding the top cheese. They just don't know. Yeah. They, I tell them, listen, when I throw you a back uh, a backhand sauce opportunity, you have to close. I throw you something that nice. And they don't get it. Dude, you have to bury. And they go, I don't know what you're talking about. They say, keep your stick on the ice. Look for 99 behind the net. Mm-hmm. And you're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right, right. And they and, and that, surprisingly enough, you didn't get that partner. <laughs> They they chose not to sign with you. They're they're from Puerto Rico. 
Cam, I got one here for you. Headline or ass nine, trans athlete banned from competition after achieving erection during a wrestling match. Achieving erections? <laughs> you make it sound like such a... Uh, <laughs> it's like they won the gold medal. They achieved erections. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel. I feel like... Um, there's a lot of websites dedicated to this exact same thing where it's like, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is that, you know, you can find not even just like a video related to this. Like you can find a sub genre related to this, like trans athlete dominates competitor until, you know, things get there till the competition gets hard or something like that. You know, there's a hundred play on words, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so I think the video you watched might have not been actual Olympic competitions. So I'm gonna go ahead and call Asinine. Cam Swan's Asinine. I made it up. Yeah, this one would be. I I feel like the this would be like if this is real, Fox News would be running this just so hard unintentionally. Yeah, no pun intended. But they'd be like, this, this is a disgrace to sports. You know, they are. Take it easy. Um, last one for you, Mr. Cameron. And, of course, hits me with a fuck off. Fuck off. Hits me with a big, big fuck off. Give me one second. Would your notes die? My notes just died, yeah. Oh, shit. Gosh. Radio silence cam. Ah! You got to think about something while it's happening. It's, uh... Hey, this is your you guys, time to kill. You guys hear about the, um... Uh, okay, got it. All right, Dr. Pepper heist. Sorry, I read that incorrectly. Um, three accused in scheme to sell and steal... Sell steal and resell thousands of gallons of Dr. Pepper. A scheme to resell diet pepper? Dr. Pepper. Di- Di- Dr. Pepper. Um, I mean, what could the scheme be? I mean, they just got and kind of got some off of a truck, uh, found it somehow. And now they're trying to find a way to like offload all this material. I mean, that's classic, right? You know, like you end up with a bunch of shit but then nobody ever knows how to sell it. And that's one of the problems there because, you know, you can't just walk up to a local, like a convenience store owner and say, you want to buy some Dr. Pepper? And they say, you're not my Pepsi representative. Who the fuck are you? Like, I think you'd be surprised though. Like if you're a convenience store and you're like, what are you selling that? Is it real? You're like, yeah, it's real. It's back of the truck, you know, give them four winks. And they know he's like, so you're selling me at 40 cents on the dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I it. don't know, but then but then your Pepsi rep comes back and they say, hey, here's your Dr. Pepper. And you say, oh, no, I don't need it. And they say, well, why don't you need it? Like, yeah, it can be very difficult. Yeah, I, I do wonder how often, how easy it is to sell some of these stolen merchandise, right? Like, you know, you have selling TVs out of the Best Buy parking lot. Um, This has got to be real. I wish the headline was about them trying to steal the secret recipe for Dr. Pepper. Um, I would love if they were trying to reverse engineer that, uh, but it just doesn't quite make sense. I'm going to say this one's asinine. This was a headline, and it's actually quite an interesting case because pallets of their syrup started <coughs> to go missing at the Dr. Pepper Ooh. factory in Oklahoma City. So they decided that they would start putting GPS trackers in it, and what they found was a former employee 
had been stealing pallets and then selling them to local convenience stores and just the syrup to say, hey, I'll sell you this for, you know, 30 cents on the on the dollar, making his cash that way. And he sold over $100,000 worth, wow. to which he is now in court for. Okay, yeah, because I guess he's selling somebody else's... Yeah, it ends up being three people involved with it, and I think they all have different levels of involvement. Right. Because you, know, you need an Ocean Eleven's type style thing where, you know, there's going to be rats and yeah, the heist distractions. Yeah. The, the thing is, it was actually that was part of the plan, and then the the cut scene comes, and they're actually selling Sprite the whole time. Oh, that's the big, or like maybe yeah. the big shock was that it's actually Diet Dr Pepper. Yeah, something like that. There's something in there. Wow. Okay, Cam, I got one here for you. Headliner asks nine, Red Lobster blames endless shrimp for $11 million loss. Man, shrimp's expensive right now. Um, have you been to a grocery store and tried to buy seafood? No. That shit is crazy. Like, try buying a, a thing of salmon right now. It's like $24 for a filet. And you're like, I would rather just eat liver without even cooking it. Like... Fuck that. Um, so when they're offering endless shrimp, dude, I'm going to be sucking on prawn heads all night. Ew. I don't care if you be putting them deep fried. I don't care if you're making them raw. You better put them in a little pasta. Fuck, that's a deal. And yeah, they're, they're going to run uh, run to the ground like that. So this is definitely a headline. And I feel like next year, endless shrimp not coming back. Cam, this one is a headline here for you. Uh, this is a message directly from the CEO of the restaurant who said that in uh, Q3 of 2023, the company saw an $11 million loss, and he is blaming the the restaurant's all-you-can-eat shrimp deal. Red Lobster was coming off a $5.4 million loss in Q2, so they decided to move their endless shrimp deal, which is usually a limited-time offer selectively throughout the year, in June, they decided to make it a permanent fixture on the menu. Uh, so for $20, you can get as much shrimp as you can eat. comes in six different flavors. We have sweet chili, island jumbo coconut, uh, linguine alfredo, grilled, garlic, and Walt's favorite. I think it's just kind of like a spice, like kind of like a Cajun spice. Um, the chain, uh, believes that a recent series of TikTok videos where people would film themselves going to Red Lobster and eating as much shrimp as they can led to more people ordering the shrimp than they previously anticipated. So they've now bumped it up to $25 for all you can eat shrimp, but the company is still projected to post a total 2023 loss of about 20 million dollars. Apparently so, um, each bowl of shrimp... Or each bowl has six pieces of shrimp. Um, so after five bowls, the restaurant starts to lose money. So that's after 30 pieces of shrimp, the restaurant starts to lose because it's not only money on the the shrimp itself and the and the product, but it's you know it's the seat. You know the people occupying that space might stay for longer, meaning other people can't sit there. Yeah. It's the time of the employees. You're not buying staff. any beer. You're just like just shrimp. It's just shrimp and white wine. I just want shrimp. No, no and white wine. They're like, I just want shrimp. I don't need it cooked. I just need your shrimp. And you're like, sir, is that a container you're filling with? You're like, it's not your fucking business what I keep on this table. Yeah, so think I'd about it, you know. Six yeah. More so, uh, so now it's 25 bucks. So maybe you can get six bowls. Of, maybe, maybe they found that people stay for seven bowls, and that's kind of the most. But 
And these are all American dollars, by the way. I don't know what Canada's deal is. Be close to like twenty eight bucks, something like that. Twenty nine bucks. Mm-hmm. All right, Cam. Yeah, there um, have it. Move, let's move on to our plugger, shrug it, and then call it a day. Plug it or shrug it. 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 Alright, Cam. I got a, a new plug for you. I had some. I've been doing shrugs a lot recently, but I found a new animated show by Dan Harmon, Crapopolis. Uh, it's on the City TV. With the Prime subscription, you get it for seven days free, and you can easily watch it in that time. Uh, fun little show, Dan Harmon-esque. Uh, I think it's well done. You know, I wasn't expecting much from a animated sitcom in these days, but it, uh, it impressed me. I think it had some good laughs, so I'm going to plug that one. Crapopolis. Okay. Okay, Cam. Um, I will... Uh, hell, I'll also plug something here for you uh cam you and i you and i were at mark's work warehouse just the uh, just last week yep and uh pet pet friendly also you can bring your dogs and you have to say yep. um i returned to a mark's work warehouse just the other day um with my dog also so mm-hmm. thanks big big thanks for that but i have to say they're having a sale right now on winter boots you, you need some nice. new fucking winter boots? Pick, I got $30 off my $100 pair of winter boots. Um, a very nice casual look. Um, you know, you can wear it, you know, with a lo- little bit of a furry lining. So it's kind of thing. You kind of think you'd go wear to the bar in the winter or something. You know, you're, you don't want to wear a thick winter boot or a shoe. So you're looking for new winter boots. Something that's maybe going to look good, nice also. Try Mark's. Nice. And also, remember to uh, activate those offers on your on your Canadian Tire on your Canadian Tire account because I got like thirty bucks, thirty thirty Canadian Tire dollars um, through a couple purchases. So remember that. Are they spawn? Did they did they pay us this month? No. So I shouldn't do the read. No, don't do the read. Don't do. Oh, okay. he's 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 already trying to start I, doing the read. Um, I, I won't do. I won't do the read. He's halfway through saying Mark he's about to do it. Where durability meets style and how to work meets comfort. All right, I won't do it. I'll just scan it. Awesome. All right. Um. Great. Uh. Well, that's it for the week, folks. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Thanks Get for tuning for in. Live episode next week. Live episode next week. You are not going to want to miss it. Miss it. Of course, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The show's everywhere. We'll be back next week with that live show. Get your emails and questions in. Twoseasonpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And remember to leave us five stars. And folks, don't forget that Christmas tree in the living room. Probably six to eight years old. I'm Cam McClure signing off. Thanks. Bye. Continuing tonight on Two C's in a Pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a Pod. 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 Two